I'm going to say two words to you, Mr. Duke, and I want you to say the first thing that comes to your mind, okay? Okay. You ready? Shoot. Jason Voorhees. Well, that makes me think of a little girl in a pink dress sticking a hot dog through a Legend has it that Jason saw his mother beheaded that night. <laughs> and he took his revenge. A revenge that he'll continue to seek if anyone ever enters his wilderness again. Jason was my son, and today is his birthday. Jason's out there. So, <laughs> we're back. Um, first, you know, I gotta give a little shout out. Our little retrospective here is, is, uh, Gained us some momentum, some uh, new followers, and a lot of new downloads. So whatever we're doing, um, we're doing something right. Unlike the producers and the makers of some of these films <laughs> that we're discussing. But uh, thank you for uh, all the uh, support on this retrospective that we've been doing. Uh, it's certainly a fun one. Uh, it's not a chore, by any means. Uh, believe it or not, it's kind of fun to do it. Seeing... Such a wonderful franchise, Fall from Grace. <laughs> yeah, it's um, um, some of the films can be a bit of a chore to get through, but I mean, it, it's always you know, I mean, I enjoy it generally anyway. You know what I mean? Um, this is my sort of, you know, it's basically the film that you know many of the films I grew up with. So yeah, it it, it has been a fun one, and thank you guys for all your downloads. Exactly. Um. So Paramount has left the show. They said, goodbye, we are done. Not the fucking only ones. <laughs> yeah. So no more Frank McCusher Jr., but the father of the franchise is back. Mm-hmm. Sean S. Cunningham, along with his son Noel, I believe, have taken over their helms, and they are producing the next two. Now, there's a twist here, because they actually don't own the name. Paramount still has the rights for the name Friday the 13th. And that's why the next two are simply called Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday, and Jason X. So they cannot use the Friday the 13th title. Uh, But they do have the rights, obviously, Jason in the background, because technically he created that. Mm -hmm. Well, Victor Miller and so forth. Yeah. So, Sean S. Cunningham, I don't know about him. I think there's a little arrogance with Sean S. Cunningham watching reviews with him and stuff. I mean, again, I'm not going to judge the guy. I don't, want to, I, might, I don't want to misspeak, I suppose. But he left the franchise right after one, obviously passing the reins to Steve Miner. Steve Miner's had a pretty good career with directing. Lake Placid is fucking classic. Uh, Forever Young with uh, Mel, Gibson. J- Mel Gibson and Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. And working with Jamie Lee again for H2O. One of the more competent Halloween mm-hmm. sequels. And the House franchise, which I enjoy. Yeah. So he's had a career. Sean S. Cunningham, on the other hand, really didn't. Um, he, he's done some stuff. I've seen them. They're okay. Deep Star 6 and New Kids. Deep Star 6 is probably his um, most successful one, possibly, outside yeah. of Friday the 13th. Yeah, probably the most known. I wouldn't say 6. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and... Long story short, I think he had to go back to the well. Mm-hmm. Um, so him and his uh, son decided to take the realm. I could be wrong if Noel's involved in this one. I know Noel's involved with Jason X. Yes. Uh, but, yes, so Sean's back. And it's three years since we since uh, the wonderful, wonderful piece of shit, Jason takes Manhattan. Four. And what? It was four years. Just three years. Well, um, Jason Goes to Hell was brought out in 93, and um, Jason Takes Manhattan was 89. Uh, I think this one sat for a bit. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, let's just jump right into this one. And, you know, I, I talked about how, at least with part five, they did something different. Mm-hmm. They decided, let's fucking tweak it and make it a murder mystery again. A horrible murder mystery. 
Um, but the killer isn't Jason. And I applauded for trying to do that. Now, this one goes way off the fucking deep end. And you gotta, I gotta admit, I can't believe I'm saying this. <laughs> I actually enjoy this film. Nah, it's fucking terrible. I think it's the worst of the lot. Ah, uh, no, no. This is... Now, when I say I enjoyed it, we just got done watching A New Beginning and Jason Takes Manhattan. So... They're both better than this. By. No, they're not. By a long stretch, I, no, I have to not. say. No, they're not. We'll get to it, I, but... We'll get to it. Yeah. Well, let's start off right right away. Mm-hmm. Um, Most of the Friday 13s don't have... They usually have uppercomers. No, no, new fresh faces. Um, and you don't get that. You get some. You know, we talk Terry Kaiser and no, nothing, no, nobody huge. Character actors, seasoned actors. Mm-hmm. This one has quite a few seasoned actors. You've got Aaron Gray, known from Buck Rogers. You've got Billy Greenbush, who I like to see. He's in The Hitcher and Critters. He was the father in Critters. The great Stephen Williams. Stephen Williams from 22 Jumps, 21 Jump Street. The x got... Yeah, you got so you have you have established actors in this. And I will say this, whether you like the film or not, the acting's a little better in this one than we got from most of the Friday Thirteen. Stephen Williams, uh, I would say Stephen Williams is the only one who comes out of this with his dignity intact. And I love Stephen I'm a fan of uh, Stephen Williams no, anyway. I mean Stephen Williams, what the fuck? No, the character is um well, it's a basically it's a character is there to basically dump exposition and retcon the complete series beforehand. Um, but Stephen Williams himself has a great presence, and he you know carries himself totally fine, and he looks pretty cool with that cowboy yeah, hat. Uh, Max, you know, listen, you have a hard on for anybody who's in a Doctor Who. <laughs> no, or I don't. An, let me finish. Let me finish. An X file. No, it don't. no matter what they're in, they're fucking brilliant. No, no. Uh, I, he carries himself off totally fine. The rest it's of the horrible cast here character. are bland it's, at best. Oh no, I I wouldn't say they were bland. Um, <laughs> especially the guys who. I, I tell you who else? The only other person, and he's basically in it, um, in a very small role that sort of um comes away with this with a bit bit of dignity is Kane Hodder. No, I mean not even Kane Hodder. I mean, uh, well let's let's just, just we'll, we'll we'll argue as we go. Yeah. Um. This is cool because this is K and B, special effects team. Uh, Greg uh, Nectaro, who we all know, who created the Creepshow TV show, mm-hmm. and as well as The Walking Dead. It's his um, uh, FX crew, and it, the FX are good in this one. I like the FX. I think they're pretty solid. There's a very good gore scene where the um, sheriff or the you know the police guy. I was about to say that it reminded me of Hellraiser. Yes. Yeah, apparently it, it's basically, you know, the Frank Resurrection scene, but in reverse, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And so what they what they wanted to do with this film is they pretty much copied a movie with your brilliant actor, uh, Kyle MacLachlan. <laughs> Love him. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. The guy's more bland than... Nope. Bland. No, I do genuinely love MacLachlan. Hidden. He's, he did a film called Hidden, mm-hmm. which is pretty much... Body transfer, you know, jumping to one body to the other yeah. to the other. And who's, who's you know, or body snatchers, you know, that kind of. And so this is what they're trying to do here. And, you know, let, let's let's start with the opening sequence. I actually enjoyed it. When I remember seeing first seeing it, I had no idea this would be a trick. That she's just an FBI agent. By the way, applaud to the wonderful actress who plays her. She's very talented. <laughs> yeah, I, I would very, like to, I would like beautiful. to say as well that this opening sequence is actually very good, but the film completely falls to pieces after it. Well, let's talk. You're jumping ahead now, but you jump. You, we'll get to it, but we're still talking about the opening sequence. The opening sequence is fun. You think it's a standard Friday Thirteenth. Turns out we all know that he gets ambushed by the SWAT team and they kick his ass. They still shoot him up, blow him up, death. Mm-hmm. And now Jason is officially dead. And we get the cliche of her taking her clothes off, taking the shot. And this woman is, I mean, I, I looked her up. She's very talented. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, indeed. <laughs> I noticed. Yeah, yeah she's, she's very talented. <laughs> um, doesn't say a word, but, you know, yeah. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, now, the, we have Stephen, Jessica, Creighton, Duke, Robert, Diana, Joey, the coroner, 
Sheriff Landis, named after obviously. Yes, John, John Landis. Landis. You have John. You have Carpenter. You've got Cunningham County. You've got everything in this. You got the thing reference in this. There's a Robert Campbell um, character as well, um, named after Robert England and Bruce Campbell. There is. It's chock full of um, fan service. Yeah. Yeah. You got Shelby and Randy, and you got Jason. Well, technically, you got Jason for a wee bit. But, uh, yeah, there's some things you could have tweaked that I think this could have worked. Now, guys, like I said in the beginning of the you podcast. Could have tweaked I, the entire script, no. um, I think. Um, I, I'm going to give it a shout out um, so far with the opening sequence. So far, we're on a pretty rough to par. Best part of it. Well, I'm enjoying it. And I think. I like the fact the mask is molded to his face. Mm-hmm. I think that's cool. Um, I like the the sequence where okay, so he, let me get the story here. So Diane, played by Aaron Gray, Diana, mm-hmm. has a daughter named Jessica and a baby. Yes. We blow. Okay, Jason gets blown up. Mm-hmm. Jason's now all his body pieces are where the corner when mm-hmm. the corner becomes Jason. Jason possesses but, people now. Yeah, so it's no, like essence. Yeah, yes, I know. But Jason's dead, but his spirit is what controls him. His yeah. aura, and so he needs to get he needs to get rebirthed. He he can body jump mm-hmm. until he gets to one of his own, which would be Diana or mm-hmm. Jessica or his the sister baby. or his niece or his yes. great niece, who we have never heard of before. And all of the fans that came before. Who gives a so shit? I care and the fucking fans care. Continuity. Oh, fuck off. It's a fucking retcon. Uh, it's uh, not a retcon. Way. She had, no, Pamela Voorhees had a child out of wedlock. Gave her up for adoption. Right. What's wrong with that? No, no. But it's never been referenced before. It doesn't have to be. Films. We didn't know about it. It should be. It, it's, no, it it's a retcon. You cannot argue this is a. Uh, this is not a no, retcon. No, it's not. You can silly do add that to it. There's nothing wrong with that. Also, also, did Jason come from aristocracy? Because see that fucking the the Voorhees house. It's a fucking mansion. Yeah, well, that's the whole thing. Didn't the uh, your your favorite actor of all time, Stephen Williams, <laughs> did, did the guy who plays the Duke? Didn't he? Wasn't he there for the money? Wasn't there like a hidden fortune in the Voorhees house? He was apparently the backstory. I, I was looking it up. Um, apparently the backstory is his um, his fiance was murdered by Jason, so he has like dedicated his life to hunting for Jason. Uh, but he's also a, it also says that he's a bounty hunter, so he also like goes in search of other serial killers for bounties. Um, but again, this he has never been referenced before. The case with him and his fiance has never been referenced before. There has to be some form of confidence. No, no, this no, is no. a cheat. And no, I, it's, no, it's not. I, You're I, so full of shit. Let, let me explain. You, they, let me explain. None of these characters have to be introduced now, before. Now let me explain. I am not um, a hardcore Freddy the Thirteenth series fan. I like it, you know, I respect it and all that. There, but I know this pissed off a lot of the hardcore fans, and I'm on their side. No, fuck off. No, no. <laughs> uh, there's nothing wrong with them saying she ha- he has a sister. There's nothing bit cheap. wrong with that. It's, it's not a cheat. It's so, not a cheat because mm. we don't we don't we didn't need to know about her at all ever until now. But we didn't need to. <laughs> it it just feels lazy and a record. It's not lazy. She had she had a daughter out of wedlock. She gave it up for adoption. There you go. That's I think it. the director has even um, even admitted at some point that it was. Don't start. Much, don't start. He making, wanted don't, the don't, don't start looking up stuff and going, "Oh yeah, I think we're blah blah." I think no, no. It's a retcon. They can get, they can get away with this. They can, there's no retcon. They're the series never establishes a character, so you're not retconning anything. Well, it's as close to a retcon as you're going to get. Oh, whatever, whatever. Go watch fucking. Steve Williams in the X-Files. <laughs> I don't need to. I watched him in this and he was brilliant so, as always. Here, here's, here's what I don't get. Here's what I don't get. So, he's in Ohio. Yeah. But Camp Crystal Lake's in Jersey. More more fucking nonsensical shit. Yeah, that's bad. Mm-hmm. Now, guys, I'm, I'm sticking up for it a little bit here. I'm not fucking thinking this is the greatest film ever made, but I'm going <laughs> to stick up for it because fucking X-Files over here is fucking... <laughs> I was surprised you didn't like it. So, all right. So, anyways, I'm sorry, guys. We're going off track here. I'm busy yelling at Trevor. <laughs> so, Jason has to body hop, but he only has a limited time to stay in that body. That's fine. And he has to. 
his spirit or his goo has to go into a loved one. A four he's another four and, oh, and, and, and other for him to become whole again. Yes. Okay, got it. And he comes out fully dressed. <laughs> yeah, with the exact same clothes. They're even they're it's even they're even ripped and still uh, have the bullet holes from the uh, beginning. I know, I know. All right, so the coroner eats his heart and the coroner becomes blah. And he's a character actor. He's he was in Rocky Five. Mm-hmm. He always plays a bad guy. Um, again, kudos to the gore. I really enjoy the gore in this one. Um, again, uh, shout out to to Nicktero, Kurtzman, and Berger. Um, those are. I will uh, admit that there is good. Um, yeah, there's one of the. If this film has any strong points, I would say the opening sequence and the practical special effects. Yeah, there's some. Yeah, I love what the corner. They do like a quantum leap. So the corner will look in the mirror, mm-hmm. and he won't see himself, but he'll see Jason. Yeah, fully clothed, <laughs> and other people see that as well. If you look, uh, um, whenever he attacks Jason's sister later on, she looks in the mirror and also sees it's Jason. Oh, um, I didn't. I didn't don't know, know how that. the fuck that worked. Did you see it in the phone? I, 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 I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. She reacts that. to it. You know. Oh, okay. Well, that's so. I think mean, it would be cooler. It would be cooler if he was like a zombie. Yeah, well, like, exactly. No, you don't, you don't, yeah, you, no, no clothes. We don't have to see his yim yam, but <laughs> we can, you can, you know, have him from head up and just zombie esque, grotesque face. What's with the fucking clothes? I just didn't get that. I, 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 I just wanted fucking Jason. I didn't want this. Is not a Jason film. It didn't feel like a Jason film. It, it's crazy. no. You're right. I'll give you that. I'll give yeah. you that. But uh, um, you want the fans. Apparently, the director said something like, um, "The last thing the fans want." Is Jason killing more teens at Camp Crystal Lake? Well, actually, that's exactly what the one. Yeah. Um, just... Apparently, the script was really, from what I read up, apparently the script was really rushed as well to meet a deadline. Um, and Sean S. Cunningham basically locked the scriptwriters in a room for four days over a weekend, so it was a really rushed job, and it comes across. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm a little. That's why I think Sean S. Cunningham sold himself out with yes. this. Um, again, I'm still sticking up for it a little bit. But I'm not saying to me it's not part of. I always keep saying one through four are the only Friday Thirteenths in my eyes. Five somewhat passable. I but, like six. Um, but this is a whole new world we're in now. Yeah, this, this is, is not almost a like film. the Marvel universe where they have all these expanded universes. Exactly. This is this is the multiverse of Jason. Is what yeah, this is alternate alternate universe Jason, and it's it's. I just wanted Jason. Um, um, I mean, there, there's other serious issues with this film, but ultimately, I think the big one is there's no fucking Jason. Well, so we did find out some stuff. Mm-hmm. So Jason, his birth, we found out his birth. He was born in 1946, mm-hmm. which does make sense because the opening of Friday the Thirteenth, we talked about 1955. This, was no, it wasn't. It was 57. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he died at age 11. Yes, yes. That makes sense. Yes. And he's killed 83 people. There it's about the only continuity in this this fucking film. Um, so, I'm sorry, man. Your favorite actor of all time, Stephen Williams, that you said at the beginning of the <laughs> podcast. And <laughs> there's a line in this. And, and don't don't jump in. I, I'm just going to say it. Go ahead. And it doesn't make any, it's just disturbing. So Robert, the bad guy, he's the reporter dude. Yes. He asks uh, Duke, well, I'm going to say something to you, and you tell me what you think. Go ahead, yeah. What's the first? No, 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 not you. I'm, oh, this sorry. This is what the actor's saying. Right, Dumbass. sorry. <laughs> yeah. So he goes, I'm going to say uh, so I'm going to say two words to you, and I want, I want you to tell me the first thing that comes out of your mouth. And the Duke goes, okay. He says, Jason Voorhees. And he replies, it makes me think of a little girl in a pink hot dress poking a hot dog through a donut. Yeah. What the fuck? Um, I think my take on it when watching it, while it is a bit um, nonsensical, it was like he was like making fun of Jason Voorhees. He was saying he's a pussy. Um, don't know what the hot dog fucking thing is. Oh, about. that's pretty fucking disturbing. Yeah. I guess Stephen Williams made that up. I don't know. It was uh, improv, where he has it, but come on. Yeah, he was what basically saying to you since a little girl to him, and he's going to whip his, his ass. Yeah, um, I didn't get that at all. <laughs> I mean, it, it is a bit nonsensical, but yeah, it's fucking Jason goes to hell, so that's par for the course. 
Um, I do trust like me. The, trust me. That line is the fucking least of the fucking problems in this uh, one. It's all right. So you got, <laughs> yeah. I do like Joey, the diner owner, played by Rusty Schwimmer. I like her. She was in the Perfect Storm. She's a good actress, actually. She's all right. Yeah. And no, I like her as an actress. Yeah, yeah. But I do like. Her. <laughs> she doesn't shut up, but her death was the best. Mm-hmm. It's the best death in the film. Yeah. Where he, he she gets her her fucking jaw pushed in. Yeah. Pushed in. That actually. That actually. Yeah. Quite Jason. Jason is dead. Two for one burgers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's good stuff. Um, the scene where <laughs> I can't believe we have this conversation. So Stephen, the boyfriend of Jessica, the ex-boyfriend, and I believe that's his son, his daughter. That's his daughter. Yes, the baby okay. has child. Yeah, they never really cared about their kid in this. <laughs> so uh, uh, it's fucking yeah. He uh, he he picks up the campers, mm-hmm. and they go and they start fucking, mm-hmm. and that girl gets her fucking her body is cut in half when they're having sex. Yeah, that was good death. It was all right, yeah. I was all right. Well, he, he takes a machete, guns her. I know that there, yeah. But I mean, like for, for Jason, um, Jason films, I am usually looking something a bit more creative. But yeah, I mean, it was all right. It was good. Something more yeah. creative. That was pretty. Good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Cool. I'll give you that. No, you don't. You don't. Well, Steve Williams is in it, the Oscar-nominated <laughs> genius. <laughs> he should be. He should have been for this. <laughs> so the the cop. All right. Yeah. The cop is going to meet the, his girl, his mm-hmm. girlfriend, and her head gets smashed in the car door. That was cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he kidnaps the cop. And what is with this homoerotic uh, leather out leather straps? Ties the guy down to shave him. Don't know how much clue that that was just fucking weird and random. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's, there's so much random shit in this. Okay, so that sense. that bothers you. That bothers you, but the girl in the pink dress comment doesn't. Well, I mean, it, it, it was just, I mean, it didn't shock me or it didn't, it was just With like... the hot dog through a donut. I mean, that's a... Okay, yeah. okay, no, that's cool. I mean, you no, I mean, girls it, with donuts and hot dogs. That's, it, it was basically, <laughs> yeah, it was basically, um, you know, it, it, it's a shit show um, from start to finish. So stuff like, you know, crazy lines like that. Or fucking people getting randomly tied down with this homoerotic sort of kinky stuff. Um, it, it's all just part of the, the fucking clusterfuck that is Jason goes to hell. It's so, yeah. And this is all happening in Jason's house. Let me ask you, if Jason had a nice house, because this is still Camp Crystal Lake, mm-hmm. technically. In a why while? <laughs> in, in, uh, well, no, he left the coroner's. Mm-hmm. He's now back in Jersey. So he must have hitchhiked. Right. Oh, no, because yeah. he wanted to take he over the left. body. He wanted. I don't know how he learned how to drive because technically it's his brain in there now. <laughs> but he gets back to Crystal Lake now. He's mm-hmm. no longer in Ohio. So, A, how to get there, but that doesn't matter. If, but if Jason lived in the shack, mm-hmm. in the woods, all these years, mm-hmm. two things. A, why didn't he live in this fucking house? This is a great house. Exactly. It's it's just made and, up for this film. And get Wi-Fi or something, you know, or <laughs> <laughs> and doll it up. Yeah. That'd be great to go and there's a closet and it's all it's all different ma- hockey masks. It's also heavily suggested that um, Pamela Voorhees, whenever she get bar- or whenever Jason died, she resurrected him using the Necronomicon from the Evil Dead. Is that how he came back? That's what it's. That's, that's pretty all right. Much. That's okay. I'll go with it. Yeah. Well, that. So it's basically tying the Evil Dead into this film, which is actually insulting to the Evil Dead. But anyway, um, so when. After he shaves the man's mustache and he the corner, why now, does he shave him? Because he's gonna kiss him and put the thing in it. Probably doesn't like the mustache. <laughs> so fucking evil, fucking gremlin, <laughs> fucking Jason that jumps into people's mouths um, is prepared to like take take on souls and, and brutally murder people in the most horrific ways. But he do, but but he'll squirm <laughs> at a mustache. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he's guys. Um, <laughs> So, Why not just have a character without a mistake to see if it's time to fucking watch a man being shaved by another fucking man? It's weird. So the cop... This is a good movie. The cop now is Jason, and he goes, and this is where Diana gets killed. Yes. And Stephen comes to save the day, badly, mm-hmm. and he's end up being blamed for the murder. Mm-hmm. And the scene, your favorite actor of all time, Stephen Williams... <laughs> He, he's in the prison, and for some reason, why Stephen Williams breaking those kids' fingers? 
don't know. Again, this this is more random. You said shit. at the beginning of the podcast, this guy's genius. This no, no, is, I'm talking about most, him as an this actor. Is the most defined character but, in the history but, of no, Friday no, there's 13th. a difference between talking about the actor and the character. The character does some really random illogical shit, like breaking this guy's fingers, and the guy lets him break his fingers. Um, at one point, it, it's like I, I, it doesn't make any logical sense. It, it's it's fucking, let me let me. It's bonkers. I, I there's something here. Mm-hmm. There is something here because. To, they're almost. It, it could have been done if they got rid of the camp. Again, mm-hmm. pardon the pun. And played it straight. And played it straight. Why is Steve? Why is um, Crichton Duke in jail anyway? Was it from the incident in the diner? Because that seems pretty uh, a pretty minor fucking offense to be like slung in jail for. Why is he in jail? He's but he's paid. He's being paid five hundred grand to hunt Jason. Yeah, it, it's fucking. It's. I was like, what? Hold on, I know there was the incident in the diner. Where he gets thrown out, but next thing he's in fucking he's in the, the jail cell, and I'm like, what? What the fuck happened here? I didn't see that. It's terribly edited. I didn't this film, see. along with like, there's no tension. The pacing's fucking all over the show. Well, the pacing's fine. It runs pretty. The quick. pacing's fine. It's fucking. It's there's no tension. There's yeah, well, no offense. There's really not. Mm-hmm. Until he gets fucking stuck with the iron rod in part six, there's no tension to any Friday Thirteenth. Um, yeah, but it's particularly bad here. Uh, but they had something here. They could have played this so straight mm-hmm. where the spirit or the aura of Jason um, just jumped body from body and he needs to find mm-hmm. a Voorhees body to become you know whole again. That's okay. I'm going with that. But their execution with the tongue-in-cheek banter, again, we had this discussion I agree with, with, with uh, Jason Takes Manhattan. Yeah. Fucking hell. There's a particular you know, scene where the um the guy Stephen and one of the, you know like the younger cop who who's like trying to get him released and stuff are like fucking fighting and stuff and it's played for laughs and it just falls completely flat. You mean Randy, the other cop? Yeah. Yes. Where they're like yeah. you know it's out in his car you know um when he's out in the car and he approaches Stephen it's 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 played for laughs but it just falls so flat. Yeah. Then you find out Robert is the bad guy. Mm-hmm. He's gonna, the evil TV executive. Yeah, he's taking <laughs> He's taking the dead body of Diana. Yeah, put it. That's Jason's sister, mm-hmm. and put it in the house. So when they do a live show in the Voorhees home, which I'm shocked Voorhees home still even standing. The Voorhees mansion, you mean? <laughs> yeah, and for ratings, you know, though. Oh my God, look, it's a body. Uh, but obviously, Jason shows up when he's doing that, and. Takes over Robert. Now Robert mm-hmm. is now Jason. Mm-hmm. Or should we call him Uncle Jason? <laughs> fuck, yeah. He's exactly, yeah. He's Great Uncle Jason, Jason, technically, with the baby. No, he would be uncle. No, is no. That, he's, he, he's, he's, not, he's, no. he's the I, uncle of the mother no, he's um, not. of the baby. Uh, but the baby itself, it would be, be Great Uncle. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You're right. Great Uncle Jason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um... You talked about, I do like when the cop transfers into into uh, into Robert, the bad guy. Yes. He melts. You see what happens to the bodies when they, you know. when he's Very spent. well done. It's pretty cool. To pretty be cool. There's a little stop motion in there too. Yeah. Uh, very reminiscing of, uh, of Hellraiser. Mm-hmm. That was pretty neat. I'm trying to think of some other stuff. <laughs> well, well, I um, the finale. I'll give you. I, I I'll tell you why I'm up. I, it sucks that they couldn't do this better. It is there's a scene where the sheriff comes in. He's got um, nose is broken, mm-hmm. and Randy, the other cop, come in, and you don't know who's Jason. Mm-hmm. They could have played on this for the whole film. Exactly. Yeah. The whole film could have been who's Jason now. Yeah. You know, you could have kept that mystery like a ten little lady who, and it would have been really tense. Yeah. It would have been really cool. Yeah, like you, you know, someone could just give you a glare. Is that Jason? Like I the don't thing, know. you know, when they're all fucking yes, yeah, which they like, reference in the fucking movie. Yeah, the, the, there's a crate. You see that in the cellar. The difference between the thing and this absolute piece of fucking garbage is the things directed um, by John Carpenter, and this is just amateur art. Well, I I know that, but anyway, okay, yeah, but. They do play homage to the thing. Mm-hmm. Underneath the stairs is a big crate. Mm-hmm. Um, the Arctic Expedition. Antarctic Expedition. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Um, yeah, you know, and then 
chaos assumed. Not really. There's really no chaos. You pretty much know who it is mm-hmm. uh, right away that it's Randy. Um, there's a big fight, and the 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 baby, the Duke took the baby. Mm-hmm. When? Again, it's terribly edited. Um, it's just it's like the Duke randomly appearing in fucking jail. Um, because Robert Robert, who's Jason now, comes to the diner, mm-hmm. and he, he kicks everyone's ass. Mm-hmm. Nice little death with the the, the, the cute little girl. Mm-hmm. Where he, he crushes her head and the blood just flies out. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was cool. Uh, and that this is the where uh, Joey the diner owner gets it in the jaw. Yes, uh, it's mm-hmm. actually pretty nice. It's a lot of chaos. So maybe that's when he went to take the baby. There's so much chaos. It's going done on. off screen, as far as I'm aware. Yes, it's done off screen. And but first of all, these two are horrible parents. That baby's sitting on a box. Uh, yeah, it's just a crate that you would store like fucking oranges or something. Then you know, it's like, yeah, who needs a fucking crib or like you know, a, like a proper blanket or a prom or something? Yeah, just fuck it in the fucking old crate there. You know, and, <laughs> and before Duke dies, where he breaks his back, yeah, um, he he gives Jessica the blade of life. Yes, which is basically the dagger from the Evil Dead, but it, it's like extended. Okay, so he's got that is the dagger. It has to be used by a Voorhees to kill Jason. More shit that's just been made up for this film alone. And the reason no, there's no, there's no made up. There's no. What do you mean? It's, it's, not, fucking it's a film. It's it's it's, made, it's it's not made up. It's a film. They're writing it. It shits all over about? everything that came before. This has nothing to do. with your... Oh, uh, but fucking take Manhattan. That was a fucking masterpiece. At least the uh, no, it no. wasn't. Like, the, the Friday the Thirteenth series before this is uh, it's not what you would call perfect, but at least is that it, what you call it perfect? was consistent. No, what? You know, it, it well, was consistent. You're saying Friday Thirteenth from six and on have been consistent. To well, one maybe and not a hundred percent, but um, with what? this, with this, it goes a whole. Uh, another complete level altogether. Of yeah, you know what though, I'm okay with it. I'm not saying it's good, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's a lot better than six, seven, and eight. Disagree one completely. I, and a lot of people would. Yeah, I saw the reviews. <laughs> yeah, disagree completely. This is the worst of the lot for me. No, we're coming to it. No, we're not. Oh, Jesus, here we go. Here we go. What, Stephen Williams in that one too? Your favorite actor <laughs> of all time? So, and you know what's funny? When Jessica runs into the house and she sees Duke with the baby. Yes. She even says, put the baby down. Mm-hmm. There's no tears. There's no, oh my gosh, my child. Doesn't oh, yeah. even call the child by her, her name. <laughs> it goes back to the lack of tension. Put the baby down. Well, that's your daughter. Shouldn't you call her by the daughter's name? There's a severe lack of tension. Obviously, thing like a baby being a threat is something that could have been extremely tense. I mean, it is a very serious thing. Obviously, if it ever really happened. But on this, um, you don't really give a shit because the characters don't give a fuck. And that includes the fucking baby's parents. It's like, what so, the, it's just a prop. The baby's just a prop, you know? So when Jason comes out of Randy's body, which was cool, comes out of the neck. Yeah, it's like a little demon baby thing. Um, it goes down to the base. It falls through in the basement where mm-hmm. Duke was. Yeah, but he sees the he sees his sister technically. Yes, and he goes up her yoo-hoo, mm-hmm. and then he pops out fully clothed, Jason. Yeah, Com- completely preposterous. <laughs> now that scene actually, Aaron Gray. Yeah. Oh, didn't know that happened because her character was killed, so she left a set. Yes, but when she went to a screening of the film, she was really upset. She said she felt violated. Because she wouldn't have done a film that would have done that. Well, I mean, that's a bit, um, like, I mean, it's fiction, like, you know what I mean? I wouldn't agree with her on that. I, I mean, oh, it's um, her character, and technically they're saying it's her, you who. But it's not her, do you know what I mean? I, I know, I, but I can see why the actress... I, I, I can, under, you know, I, she's I don't want to... You have the actress being violated, yes. and, you know, I can understand why she'd be a little... I, she, yeah, well, fair enough, fair enough, but... So, Jason gets stabbed with a knife... Of, Voorhees, whatever the fuck it is, mm-hmm. and then the mask of uh, the hockey mask gets brought down by obviously the claw. What's with the fucking Muppet arms coming out of hell? <laughs> oh, you mean the demons and stuff? Yeah, uh, they had they had really cool uh, models already in place. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They were gonna do like stop motion, mm-hmm. but it right, just, it just which would have been cool. Yeah, but it didn't work, so they they had no choice. So this is like a last minute. Right. The only thing seems to be with Friday 13th, 
the ending never works. It's, oh, it didn't work the first time, so now we have no budget, so let's just do this. Yeah, just fucking, yeah, throw it uh, together. Yeah, so that's kind of what happened. But they did do their big, people didn't really notice it because when you had the Freddy glove come out yes. and take the mask down, that was a big, oh, cool. Well, we won't see any of that for another 10 years anyway. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. And it's apparently the Freddy arm that, that um, pops up at the very end is played by Kane Hodder's arm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the movie cost three million to make. It made sixteen. So it made its money back, mm-hmm. but nothing like what the other Friday Thirteens have done. Yeah. Uh, six, seven, and eight, and this mm-hmm. one just nothing what the other ones made. But they it have. didn't deserve to. Well, nine years later, Noel Cunningham is in the producer seat now, and we are now. <laughs> uh, Jason X Jason in space mm-hmm. now before I get this podcast going I just want to get this out of the way and I know Trevor's going to interrupt me this is going to be Trevor's favorite Friday 13th of all time <laughs> he is going to stick up for it and there's only one reason why and that is the man who's in the beginning of the film <laughs> he doesn't care about this film. Trevor's going to give you lies here, people. He's going to give you lies I, and lies. A, but because but he's got a hard on for Dr. Wimner, who's played by David Cronenberg. Oh, yes. This is going to be his favorite Friday 13th. So, like, anyway, um, just following on from what Karen said. I would just like to say this is not just one of the greatest Friday the 13th films ever made, but one of the greatest films ever made, especially due to David Cronenberg appearing on... Ah, what are you doing? Yeah, let's <laughs> Yeah. If you, you put David Lynch in this, he would have fucking... Where, where's the fucking director's cut? Kyle McLa- starring Kyle McLaughlin. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, right. Well, right. To lend a bit of context to what I am going to say in truth about Jason X... Um, I would say that at the time when this was released, on, I didn't see this in the cinema. I saw this on either DVD or video because um, I know around that time sort of DVDs were sort of coming in. But anyway, I rented it as soon as it came out on, um, you know, rental release. Um, I, I fucking hated it. I thought it was terrible. But um, 20 years on, I've grown to sort of like it a bit, I have to admit. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's far from perfect. But after watching Jason 9, Jason Goes to Hell, and then watching this, you know, straight after, it was just a relief to have a fucking Jason film again, with Jason going about killing people. Oh, alright, it's in space, and it is fucking really silly, and it is stupid, and it's one of the weakest of the series, but... I, you just I, totally ripped this film to shreds, but, but, I but you actually of, have a I, but. Yeah, but I sort of enjoyed the silly camp nonsense but um, why couldn't you have that with the fucking Jason Goes to Hell? That was silly camp. I actually kind of, I'm not saying it's great, but kind of liked it. Yeah, but it didn't really feel like a Jason film to me. That, that, that oh, was my yeah, major I issue. Suppose, and I it suppose. was terribly put together. Whereas this is sort of competently handled to a certain extent. I mean, it's, it's no masterpiece, obviously. And it's one of the weakest in the series. But it's a bit of, it's a bit of fun if you just leave your brain at the door and you just sort of, Roll with the silliness. Do you know what I mean? No. Um. So <laughs> this is written by Todd Farmer. I like Todd Farmer. Todd Farmer does a lot mm-hmm. of slasher stuff. He's most famously for rewriting the remake of My Bloody Valentine. Mm-hmm. He's in. He, he's in everything he writes. Mm-hmm. The guy who wrote this, Todd Farmer. He's the the bald badass who's in the mm-hmm. VR scene where he gets his head cut off. Yes. He's in all, but it's nice to see him and. And this is kind of his, I think his freshman outing from screenwriting. And then he would do My Bloody Valentine, the remake, which was mm-hmm. good. And he, he does some good stuff, fun stuff. Um, he did Trick, I think. But he always works with his buddy, uh, Patrick Lussier, who yes. is a film editor uh, who did all the screen films. But he went on to direct and he writes all of his stuff. So it's got, you know, competency behind the, uh, uh, behind the typewriter there. Mm-hmm. Now, Hellraiser was popular. Uh, franchise Leprechaun not pop not say popular but a lot of the shit was coming out direct to video mm-hmm. so you had Leprechaun in space you had Hellraiser in space so what the fuck you might as well throw Jason up there I will say this of all those three I just mentioned this is a lot better than that I'll give you that um, so yes we we got Dr. Wimner Rowan KM14 Professor Lowe Azrael Tensurion Janessa 
Fat Lou, Kicker, Briggs, Dallas, Crutch, oh, Adrian, a lot to get through. <laughs> Adrian, Stoney, Waylander, and Kinsler. Fuck. How yeah. is this greenlit? Um, I will say this. Adrian, he gives the best death. Mm-hmm. Best death. Uh, yeah, by far. No, Liquid Nitrogen. Yeah, yeah oh, it's brilliant. Uh, yeah. Which, by the way, is they tested that death on uh, Mythbusters. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't happen. It wouldn't. Right, well, I mean, it fucking works for this film. Jason's body is about to be put into a cryogenic imprisonment, like Han Solo. Yes. Okay. In the year 2010. 2008. Is that what it is? Yeah. Come on, man. Get it right. <laughs> so, Dr. Wibner is Played by David Cronenberg. Played by David Cronenberg. I got to give Cronenberg credit. I like Cronenberg as a person. Yes. Like, well, I don't like some of his stuff, but I always liked him, like Nightbreed. Very fucking creepy. Oh, and he's the start of Nightbreed to me? He, yeah, and then you've got, he always gives his, his he always gives his 100% to horror. Always. Yeah. He's done the Slasher series, which is my favorite TV show. He's in the Slasher series. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very good in it. He And the cool thing about Jason X, he came in, he even let them use his DP. Mm-hmm. who's won awards and has worked with Cronenberg his whole career. So you're letting your DP to a Jason film. That's pretty cool. So he's yeah. a fanboy, which I like. Um, he appreciates, as camp as it can be, he, he still has a soft spot for some cool, from some, yeah. uh, you know, beast. He understands stuff. that it is what it is. So Wimner wants to keep him. He doesn't want to put him in cryogenic because mm-hmm. he wants to study him. Why does his body rejuvenate like this? Blah, blah, blah. Which mm-hmm. I kind of get. Which I think they should have stuck with. Uh, but they didn't. They end up, uh, they all end up getting it. Yeah. And, and he ends up getting getting cryogenic. But the last minute, Rowan gets trapped in there with him and she gets put to sleep. Mm-hmm. Which again, very stupid. Mm-hmm. Now, it's 2455. <laughs> 24-55. And... This is all based around other students, right? Expedition students mm-hmm. that are that are on this mission, mm-hmm. right? It's a class. Yes. Yeah. Um, so they find the two bodies. Mm-hmm. There's a nice shot I actually really like, and yeah, by today's standards, people will piss on it, but I think it's pretty good. And it's when they find the two bodies, Rowan and Jason, and they're transporting the bodies across this. What's well, Earth at the time? It's Crystal yeah, Lake. I really like that as well. And it's I think a it desert. Up. Yeah, it's a desert sequence, and it's windy because Earth is now destroyed. Oh, it's barren. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they're putting the they're, they're bringing the bodies to the ship. It's actually kind of a cool shot. It's very cool, and I think um, it. But what do you, I think it stands up by today's standards as well. Yeah, it's it's gritty and dirty. It's it, well, I mentioned hardware. Remember that movie Hardware again? Yes, and mm-hmm. it was just kind of. It was cool. I thought that was a nice little shot. Too bad we don't get more of that. <laughs> yeah. It's probably the only um, artistically shot sequence in this. Yes, that is completely true. So, yes, yeah, so we have these scientists who and students. Mm-hmm. Um, all of them are barely clothed. They don't, you know, uh, <laughs> they're all, you know, 12 years old. And... But, but but played by like forty year olds, and they're all gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And what whatever happened to lab coats? <laughs> yeah. Oh no. I mean, well, in the future, four hundred years in the future, they don't have lab coats or anything like that. It's just be, they basically run about in their brand knickers. Uh, you know? So they're in a scavenging expedition. Tech. Well, they're not. They're they're on a finding expedition. But the but the one who runs runs the the professor low. He is there to kind of profit from it. So, if basically to, to anyone listening to this podcast, if you've seen Alien, which I'm, I've no doubt many of you have, it's basically the plot of Alien. <laughs> yeah, no aliens. Yeah, well, but both. Yeah, no aliens, because Professor Law would be Paul Reiser's character. Yes, because mm-hmm. he's yeah. there to take the Jason body and to sell it. Yeah, but the crew are very much based on. Well, I mean, there's even there's even a crew member in Jason X called Dallas. You know what I mean? Like an alien. Is there? Oh, yeah, there is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's an insult. <laughs> uh, listen, it's got some cool deaths. This has gone through them. Um, mm-hmm. I do like when Adrian, before she gets her head smashed mm-hmm. and then liquid nitrogen, 
when she's taking his eyeball out. You know, it's a good little surprise. Good little at, at the beginning with Cronenberg, where the like Cronenberg's assistant um, basically throws like a blanket over Jason, says, yeah, he, he insults him or something, he says, um, put this over your ugly fucking face. Or yes, something. yes, yes, yes. And then whenever Cronenberg comes back, Cronenberg says, get that rag off him. And you're expecting it to be Jason. But it's not. It's the guy who fucking put it over him. Oh, yeah, that was a nice shot. Yeah, was that nice was pretty shot. good. Um, what I what doesn't work is the sets. The sets yes, were all very over, cheap looking. Very cheap looking. Very Star Trek 69 kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you had very dark shots. Yeah. And you're like, what, where, where are we? Where's that? You know, it's... It's not so, very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, because any good sci-fi film, whether it's... Well, Alien's a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Always gives you a tour of the ship. They mm-hmm. did that in the beginning of Alien. Real quick one, nothing major, so the audience can know where we're at. This feels made for TV. Yeah, well, they, when they filmed this, this was shut This was shut down. This was... New Line got bought out. Mm-hmm. Not New Line, but there's a new big wig in town. Mm-hmm. He, helped, he benched this. So yep. it sat for two years, and then piracy started coming. Pirate mm-hmm. Bay came to came to come to came to light, and this got released accidentally. So people saw it. That's right. So I think that it was hurt. leaked. Yeah. So it sat for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, in all fairness, I can see why. I mean, they're they're probably like, what the fuck, mm-hmm. and they're not wrong. Who greenlit this? The guy probably said, that's yeah. Why, that's why he replaced the other dude. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, what I do like is the best part of the film, I think, is the military guys. Yeah. Now, this is the aliens part you were talking about. Mm-hmm. I kind of like them. I like the Tony Todd Candyman guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sarge. Yeah. Sarge yes. is all right. He's the best character. Well, he's the best character. He's the best character. You're right. And I like how Jason's taking them out one by one. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that. There's no chaos. Yeah, and he breaks one's neck. Well, it's he more cuts, it's more of a stealth, Jason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he cuts one's throat. He throws one on a big screw. I think that's cool. Yes, he cuts one in half. And then there's a line where says um, where somebody says where such and such and says um, he's screwing or something or no, he's screwed. He got screwed. Yeah. Um, but it was a nice. It was it was well done. I actually enjoyed it. Some good mm-hmm. gore again. It's competent. It's competent. Got some good gore. It's when the military guys are gone is where this film kind of starts falling to play, falling mm-hmm. apart. It actually fell apart from the opening scene. <laughs> but oh, I was thinking about it. <clears throat> now, I don't think people in the States would understand this one. But Trevor likes to put on programs that no one's ever heard of, so I'm going to go ahead and do it myself. <laughs> he, I was thinking forever. What You know how we said the ship looks cheap? Yes. Okay. You know what it reminded me of? It finally triggers me today. Go ahead. A game show called The Crystal Maze. Yes. <laughs> it yeah. Looked, it looks like it's something that yeah. could have been used in that set. Yeah. Yeah. It It, it is very t- TV set from the 1980s or maybe 90s, you know. So when they, they have to go to Solaris, mm-hmm. right, the, with, with the Jason body, mm-hmm. they're going to Solaris, right? Why did they crash? Because the pilots were killed off camera. Um, Is that correct? No, Jason killed the fucking pilot. I just said that. The pilots yeah. were dead, off kill. We it it was see- b- basically caused by Jason and um, um, and the confusion. There's the no pilots, so, so the okay, so I'm- the ship crashed then into, into Solaris. Yeah, okay. I figured that. That's what I was asking. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't see the pilots get it. You see the aftermath of their heads and yeah. body parts everywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't like it when they do that. I want to see the deaths. I don't want. I don't like. And, I, I, and the Friday the Thirteenth series does it a lot overall. I think the deaths in this one are, and this is the biggest compliment yep. I'm going to pay it. Are the best we got since five. Yeah. The deaths mm-hmm. are good. Yeah. Oh yeah. The definitely. I would, I would sort of agree with that. Yeah. Pretty much. And oh, I'm just getting this is where it's all shit. Now we got the the students, and. They blow up Jason because you have that the KM fourteen. She becomes a ninja robot bondage karate girl. Uh, yeah, but to be fair, like it's sort of it's it's basically tongue in cheek. Like like yeah. basically the entirety of this film, it's like she becomes a badass like fucking killer robot android woman. Um, but I don't mind that. You know what I mean? It's kind of fun because 
Um, it's all very. This whole film's very tongue in cheek. It's you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. And I know. I mean, so it sort of works for me. You know. No, not really. <laughs> but I do like when she blows his fucking head off with that kind of fucking grenade yes, gun, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, it's a brilliant shot. Yeah, yeah. and that's a nice, again, good gore. And he's not coming back from that. Or mm. is he? <clears throat> so these rejuven- we see they use these rejuvenates quite a bit. We see it when that kid gets his arm cut off. Mm-hmm. It, can, it can redo your arm and brings back Rowan, brings back Jason. Yes, and, the ants, the, the nanotechnology yeah, ants. So, so uh, the Sarge, remember he got it, but he's back. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it rejuvenates, but it brings... What I don't get is why did he come back as... Because the mask was technically still on his, some, what was left of his face, mm-hmm. it made the va- mask again too. Yes, and it made it better and stronger. Yeah. He's also got his his um uh, his eye that he lost many years ago. He's also got it back. He's two eyes now. Yeah, I saw that. No, and they're red. <laughs> he, no, he didn't lose his eye. He lost the eye when she took it out in the beginning yes. of the film. I, but it's restored. Yes, yes, by yes, the ants. Yes. Yeah, yeah. All right, so he's back now. Is Big Jason guy. Uber Jason. Uber Jason. Um, so they have to, their hull's damaged, and another ship is coming to rescue them. Mm-hmm. But they need to, they're going to blow up that hull. Yes. Uh, get away from it so they can have the other ship connect, whatever they're going to mm-hmm. do. And it's, again, no tension. They could have gave us like a, a fucking timer. Quick, we got five minutes. Yeah. And as they're putting down the charges, they're being taken out one by one. Even though it would have been a cliche, it still would have added It would have worked. It would have given yeah. something. Yeah. But at this point, I, bomb beside, besides Sarge, I could give a shit about any of these characters. Oh, no, I wanted them all to die. But I would like Sarge. Yeah, I'd agree with you there. Um, yeah. I, liked, I actually like Sarge and Android Woman, or whatever the fuck she is. Yeah. Robot Woman. Kale. Yeah. The rest of them are just fodder for Jason. Um, you know. I like the VR sequence when they trick him. Yes, that, that's that's probably the best. Aside from the Cronenberg cameo at the beginning, that's I would say the best sequence. Yeah, where he goes back, and, and it, it it's very tongue in cheek. It goes, oh, we want to get stoned, and we want to get drunk and engage in premarital sex. Yeah, you know? and he's beating the crap out of him in the sleeping bags. Yeah, that's that right. He's beating one funny. with the other. Yeah, but this is where when Sarge saves the day. Oh yeah. my God, when they're on the shuttle mm-hmm. and they're leaving. Jason's flying into space, coming after him. Yeah. And then Sarge grabs him at the last minute and brings yeah. him down to Earth as they burn in, you know. That's not Earth, but is it? Oh, that, no, no, Earth's gone. Another planet. Yeah. Well, it, okay, that's that's my it's question. It's Alien Camp Crystal Lake. That's my question for you. Yeah. At the end, Jason and Sarge burn in the atmosphere, technically. Yes. Is But it's not Earth, because Earth's gone. Yes. So they land, and there's humans, and, it's, and they're at a lake. Yeah. So, where are they? It's an alien planet. It's basically alien Camp Crystal Lake. It's either an Earth colony or they're okay. basically aliens, like humanoid aliens. Because then you see his mask at the bottom of this. Deep it's basically, I, I wouldn't sort of read too much into that end, and it's just done as a bit of a joke. Oh, no, look, look, it's a shooting star. Make a wish. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, it landed in the lake. Yeah. Let's go yeah. check it out. <laughs> yeah. You know, this film. Had set, could have had really potential. This tanked. I mean, eleven yes. million budget. It's triple the budget of any of the other ones had, and fourteen million it made. Mm-hmm. And that could be because of the leaks, but yes. it also could be the fact that a lot of people knew this was going to be bad. I think people had enough at this point. Yeah, and I tell you what, though, what does work for it, and and uh, this kind of sums up our French our, our retrospective because we're coming now to Freddy vs Jason and the remake. Coming yes. out this year. So this kind of ends the chaos mm-hmm. of the madness. The madness. And <clears throat> uh, it's not it's 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 terrible. But listen, it does have I don't think it it's does that bad. have I genuinely don't think now see twenty years ago when I first watched this when it first was released on DVD or video or whatever it was, I hear it. Um as I said at the top of you know this sort of section of the podcast. Um, I, I genuinely hated it, and I, I felt it was um, one of the worst films I'd ever seen. But revisiting it, revisiting it, you know, twenty years later, as I did before this podcast, I, 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 it's nowhere near as bad as I give it credit for, and a lot of other people say about it. I, I, I genuinely, I, I think it's um, very unfairly treated. I've seen a hell of a lot worse stuff, and at least it keeps. Although it's in space, at least it keeps. Um, 
in the sort of spirit of previous Jason films, and it's tongue in cheek. Don't take this serious. It's not meant to be. Okay, so I ain't gonna give it a pass. Okay, keywords out of your mouth, and you said this quite a few times during this retrospective. Mm-hmm. It's tongue in cheek. Don't take it seriously. Mm-hmm. That's not Friday Thirteenth. I know that. I know what you're saying, but the, um, no, there's no. Listen. Uh, let me. You said your piece. You love it. It's your favorite film. You said that, and <laughs> Stephen Williams is God. There's two things we got out of this podcast. <laughs> but what I'm let me. I'm going to tell you now. This is. It's nice. It's got competency. Uh, sadly, I Jim is a guy who died of blood cancer or something horrible. Yeah. Um. Not too long ago. God love him. But I like to seeing him given a budget and doing mm-hmm. something different because I think this guy has competency behind the lens. Yes. Um. Especially get Cronenberg on board. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But I like the Cronenberg cameo. I like the military guys. I like Sarge. I like some of the deaths. And me, I'm actually praising it quite well considering it's a train wreck. Yeah. Um, it's the horrible visual effects outside of space and stuff like that. That's a really nice shot, though. We talked about that. I've seen worse. That's yeah. really good. Um, once the military guys are taken out, it fall, it, it dies. It's over. The, the Uber Jason student characters are pretty annoying, to be fair. Yeah, Uber Jason is nah, stupid looking. It's fucking stupid. Give me a give me old school Jason. I'll take that. I like to see like a cleaned up version of Jason. That's fine. Uber but Uber Jason's fucking stupid. Uber Jason was just a bit of a gimmick for that film alone. Yeah, it was just to sell new masks. Um mm. But at the end of the day, it is a train wreck. Out of all the shit we've seen. Jason X and I'm putting Jason Goes to Hell on there are better to me than 6, 7, and 8. I disagree, but I enough. would rather have... Uh, but, I, but guys, I'm just saying this because at least he did something different. Fuck it. If you're going to fuck up this franchise, do it this way. Do it instead. <laughs> go, go, <laughs> go out with a bang. You, you know, give us what you can. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's all I really can say for it. I would never watch these again. I will never watch six, seven, eight, nine again. I won't do it. I one through five are the only Friday thirteens that I will watch. However, we are coming to a couple other ones which are technically more of an expand. I don't want to. They're really they're part of the series. They're part of the, technically. Uh, they, uh, they're really not. I'm gonna be honest with you. But yeah, we'll we'll be getting to them, of course. Mm-hmm. But of all the shit we've just talked about, these ones at least move up. <laughs> <laughs> move up but one through five are really the only ones and uh but listen uh yeah so we've got freddy versus jason and then we got the friday 13th remake yes both directed by competent directors good budgets um i remember really really enjoying both of them and what we just got done talking about anybody should like them because mm-hmm. it's a nice uh, step away from the shit we've been talking about for the last few podcasts. <laughs> uh, but they're not that bad because Trevor thinks they're great films. Trevor thinks well, Jason X is a masterpiece. Enjoy Jason X. Leave your brain at the door and just roll with the madness yeah. and the silliness. So there you have it. Um, this retrospective has done quite well for us. Thank you again, as I mentioned. Um, you can follow us on Citizen Frame underscore podcast and of course, Facebook, the new issue of Phantasmagoria is out now, and it's available on Amazon worldwide and locally at Forbidden Planet. Yep. Uh, that's all I have for you. We are going to take a little breather before we get to the finale of Friday 13th, because we're going to pepper in a couple of new releases. Yeah. And, um, there's a rumor out that this new Stallone film, Samaritan, is supposed to be pretty good. So yes. we're gonna give that a check, and we like promoting our boy Stallone, mm-hmm. um, because we felt ending will stop or our mom will shoot doesn't 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 do our boy justice. Doesn't do his justice. Yeah, definitely not. So <laughs> everyone's allowed a blip. Uh, which again, I'm calling you out, Trevor. You thought it was a masterpiece. You thought it was the greatest film ever made. Well, it was up there with um, Jason X. <laughs> wow. So there you go. Uh, Alright guys, thanks for listening and that's all I've got. Take care of yourselves.